When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome to the baseball show. We are a week away from the season starting. Fantasy's coming up. Season predictions coming up. But we have just a little bit more off-season shit to talk about. Before we get into that, my name is Rob Fox. Joined What's that noise? What? What's that beeping? I don't beeping. care. I'm Hit just, the wrong keyboard. I, I just like making nothing into something. So. I don't have my headphones on. I, just, yeah. I don't even want to. <coughs> don't need that kind of distraction in my there's life. A, there's not a whole lot of... Uh, uh, a whole big chance that he's going to say something meaningful during a baseball show anyways. <laughs> Me or Rob? Uh, yes. I mean, Rob's just going to hate on the Phillies until June, and then I think they got a chance, the Phillies, until September, and then be like, I'd never believed in the Phillies <laughs> in, <laughs> in October. <laughs> yeah. We reached the middle last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a little more off season shit to talk about today, uh, including the biggest news of all. Uh, since we last came on the air, um, Pujols back with the Cardinals, yeah, officially, and this is his last season. That's what he says. I, I didn't. I've never heard him talk about this before. I I imagine I would have if it had been discussed publicly. But <clears throat> uh, I think he wanted to retire the same year as Molina and then go into the Hall of Fame with them. Yeah, and I that must mean that this is Molina's last year as well, which is not. Hard to imagine since this is, I think it's his 20th year in the league, right? Uh, he has been in the league since 2004, I think. Mm. So close to it. And obviously Pujols is 2001. Mm. Um, although I think Molina came up younger than Pujols. I, I can't remember exactly. I, I, but I do remember Pujols being, or Molina, everyone fucking loving Yadier Molina when he first came up. I was like in high school, which is fucking insane that yeah. he's been playing that long. Um, but yeah, so Pujols back in St. Louis. A lot of people, most people, probably think that's purely a nostalgia move, put, ass in seat, put asses in seats, um, blah, blah, blah. But I think Pujols can still be a serviceable bat, especially now that there's a DH rule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, they have a, a young uh, uh, lefty there as well. Um, fucks his name. Corey Dickerson. He's not bad. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't hit lefties well and they don't let him swing against them much uh the inverse is true for pools so this 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 is a deal that would have made sense regardless of him retiring and shit yeah if you needed a platoon bat pools is your guy yeah so another thing i read today um someone was quoting it from baseball reference i forget who was on twitter um but pools uh baseball reference has another way to classify pitchers obviously there's like hard throwers (laughs) whatever um against quote-unquote finesse pitchers, mm-hmm. as baseball reference sees them. Pujols, uh, 268 batting average, which is good. Uh, 308 uh, on base percentage, which is not good, but a mm-hmm. 529 slugging percentage. Mm-hmm. So basically, his problem is he can't handle heat from righties. Yeah, but that's all that you see in Major League <laughs> Baseball now, so that is a bit of a problem. Uh, there is the question of whether or not he's going to hit... Um, 21 home runs and get to 700, I doubt it. I don't think he'll get the at-bat. I mean, he hit 17 last year. Right. And not that many <clears throat> at-bats. Uh, it was 189 at-bats. I think, I think it was you. You did the math. He's got to get like uh, 
280 at bats to even have a chance at it or something like that? Uh, I did not. It's every one every 20 at bats I think he's been getting. So yeah. 21 times 20, that's 420 at bats. He's not getting anywhere close to that. He's for sure not <laughs> getting 420 at bats. I do think. Oh no, I'm sorry. 189 at bats was just with the Dodgers. He got 86 more with the with the Angels. So he got 200 and uh, what 60 last year and change. 270 something. Okay. Yeah, 275. Okay. Um, which isn't bad. I, I think he could do that again. I also think that if you call it your last season, then you should be able to do steroids. <laughs> like if you, and you can never well, come back. It. Yeah, that's it. You You're can done. never come back. Like you can't, it's illegal for you to sign a new contract after that, but just like give that dude a farewell tour. Let him just go out there beefed up his fucking, there's a giant vein across his forehead and he just says, fuck you. Well, it's, it's like literally the contract year on steroids. Yeah. Right. So like everyone performs better right before they uh, uh, are transitioning to a new era of their I, career. Yeah, I think it would be good for baseball. A lot better than this stupid fucking home run derby X bullshit, uh, which we'll get into later. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. I have like barely looked into it because it sounded so fucking stupid. It's bad. But I will say this. If Pujols has like seven home runs by the end of May, maybe mid-June, they're going to start... They're gonna start giving him extra at bats. In fact, they might just give him extra at bats anyway. Especially if they're not in the in contention, right? You would think, right? Oh, oh if, if they're <clears throat> out of it by fucking um, what do you call it? The All Star break <clears throat> or or shortly thereafter, they're just gonna let pool holes roll out there every day, yeah. basically. And honestly, they might as well because the Cardinals fans in particular they fucking love pools. And I watched them go out and go insane when I grew up in St. Louis. For McGuire's 500th, when yeah. they were in nothing, people were just showing up every day to say they were there for that chase, and obviously for this 98 home run race when they were also not yeah. in contention at all. <clears throat> so these fans will be more than happy to send Albert Pools out with 700 home runs and then become, what, only the third franchise with a 700 home run hitter? Yeah. Second, if you don't want to count bonds, but like, I, 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 and fourth, if you want to count playoff home runs, which I think you should. Uh, by the way, if you count playoff home runs, Pools is only like 14 or 13 or something off. It's, so he's a lot closer if you yeah. count his playoff home <clears> runs. <throat> um, I, I don't know. I'll be romantic about it and say he gets 700 because I, it, it really just like it's better for Pools if the Cardinals aren't good. Yeah, which I don't think that's going to be a big problem, frankly. Uh, yeah, the lineup's actually not bad. I looked at it again, but yeah. the pitching is... <laughs> I don't, I don't know who's pitching because Flaherty's hurt. Flaherty's hurt right now. I think he'll be back sometime in the next couple of weeks. But Wayne writes, this is, he's 40 or 41 this year. And he's also 40. yeah, and he's also retiring at the end of the year, I think. Well, he'll be 41 in August. Uh, he's actually got the same birthday as my, one of my dogs. Oh. So there's that. That's neat. Uh, Steven Matz is their number three guy. He's a number five guy. So they're not going to do well. Uh, it's not a terribly competitive division no to be honest i mean the brewers are quite a bit better than anybody else in that division um which by the way uh this is a quick thing jeff passan pointed this out so check this out um wherever you like to gamble uh the brewers over under uh on wins is 89 and a half yeah i i will take them getting 90 wins in that fucking division uh yeah i'll take the over on that yeah um The Reds aren't very good. All the talent they had last year is gone. Yeah. Now, uh, they've got Joey Votto and Jonathan India. But aside from that, uh, Castellanos is gone. They traded fucking homeboy midseason. And then, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. Maybe with the new expanded playoffs, the Cardinals might get into the playoffs. But that's going to be a weird thing. And we talked about it two weeks ago, the first baseball show, about – with the new expanded playoffs, what buyers and sellers are going to look like approaching the fucking trade deadline. It's going to be different this year because people yeah. who are definitely in contention for the playoffs are going to sell. And I don't know what, like, I don't know what that's going to look like or what kind of shit people are going to like. You could, you could have fucking, all you got to do is make it to the playoffs and you can win. No, you can't. I'm sorry. You're not winning with fucking Steven Matz as your third <laughs> starter in the fucking playoffs. The, I mean, happening. I've seen, I've watched, I've literally <laughs> watched a worse Cardinals team win the World Series. Uh, not worse pitching staff, though. Oh, yeah. Who was there? Who was, They're I mean, like number two that year in 06. Wainwright like, wasn't on that team. He, oh, was, he was hurt, right? No, he was, oh, he was closing. closing. He was hurt in 11 when mm. they won the other one. But the 06 team 
had like Anthony Reyes as like the number two star. I mean, it was these guys just going out of their minds in the postseason. The 2006 Cardinals depth chart was pathetic. Let's look. I want to see it. Um, <clears throat> Scott Spezia was on that team, so show some respect. Uh, <laughs> he was dying that fucking... Uh, Chris Carpenter, who is he's, he was great. really good. But other than that, it's like recycled brave Jason Marquis. I think he went over in the, uh, <clears throat> the trade that brought... Uh, who is it that we got from the fucking Cardinals? J.D. Uh, Drew. J.D. Drew, yeah, 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 yeah. He went over in that one. Jeff Supan's okay. Mark Mulder was, I mean, he had like a 70 ERA that season. So they had some names. Jeff Weaver, Weaver was actually really good in the playoffs, and this isn't the only year that he was really good in the playoffs. Like, he was good in the playoffs for multiple teams. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's not the best pitching staff I've ever seen. But they don't have Steven Matz as their number three. I mean, the league's different now. Yeah. If you don't have three legit starters, I don't know if you can win in the playoffs anymore. And they also don't have much in the way of <clears throat> bullpen, which is probably the bigger issue when you've if those starters are only going to go four or whatever in a playoff sometimes only four in a good playoff game like in a playoff game where you're like oh sick you went four yeah i mean they're they're planning on <clears throat> running lucas sims out there who is a rehab, rehabilitated starter as their closer this year that doesn't look great he's he clo- he's he pitched in 47 games last year so he can handle the workload i guess but um 1.1 whip as a closer, you, you don't want a closer re- allowing over a, a, a base runner per inning. I don't think that's a good stat. No, not. I mean, not unless. Like, granted, their stuff gets tossed around, or their their stats get um, inflated a little more by a bad day than a starting mm-hmm. pitcher's would. So, like, you know, maybe you have maybe you're cold for like a week. You have a bad week or whatever. That can fuck <laughs> up your whole season. Like, yeah. if you remove even half that week, but yeah, I, it's not a good bullpen. Um, but I, I. I'm always kind of of the opinion, like, buy the lottery ticket unless you know they're just actually not good. But even then, it, like, it was an 83-win team that won the World Series. It's just fucking bizarre. Like, it's weird because you think, like, La Russa, like, he's, oh, he won two World Series with the Cardinals. But both mm. this no-100-win team for La Russa won a World Series yeah. with, in St. Louis. It's, it's just a bizarre set of fucking circumstances with that. But whatever. Um, speaking of the NL uh, Central and other divisions getting... Maybe a little more fucked, uh, the bottom half of those divisions anyway. Uh, this kind of got overlooked. There's now going to be a, a more balanced schedule. Like less division games. Yeah, that came out of the <clears throat> new labor deal. Uh, the way it shakes out now is going to be 56 games in division, so 14 against each division team instead right. of, I think it's like 18 or 19 <clears throat> now, depending on if you get a, a four-game series mm. against them. Uh, 60 games versus the rest of the league. So 10 uh, games versus each remaining team in the league, and then 46 games of interleague play. So three games apiece versus the 14 teams in the other league. And then I guess you play four games against a quote-unquote natural rival. Who's the, who's the Braves' natural Boston. rival? Really? They gave us Boston. Because <clears throat> we can't take one of the Florida teams. Or we can't take the Rays because that's the Marlins. Yeah. So we usually get mm-hmm. Boston because we were in Boston. Um, so yeah, we get... The fucking Red Sox. I don't really have a problem with that, the, the, but I can already see the issue. Usually the schedule is set up such that the last week or two weeks of the season are only against divisional rivals, and that's right. so that you can control your own destiny, and now that's not going to be the case. I mean, unless they backload all 14 of those games to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is that, what, is that the plan? Well, it's also kind of interesting. So now it's like, well, what do you just not see people from your division for like a month and a half? Maybe two months. Well, I like like people from your division. Uh, man, I don't know. Fourteen games against each division rival. So at least at least fourteen games versus each. That's two four game series. You said, all right, four game series, and then, uh, man, I don't know. Like, yeah. how do you, how do you split that up? It's gonna have to be like a bunch of games against your division because everybody has to play by these same rules. So those division games have to happen at the same time, right? You would think so. Otherwise there can't be, unless you take. <clears throat> Fuck, that, that, honestly, that could be a not a uh, terrible way to do it. Like a pretty fun way to do it. Where just, and it kind of is that way already, but like just make September division month. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what it should be anyways, but there's three. So maybe two of the, 
divisions in each league are playing interdivisional games at a time, and then the other one is playing interleague or something. I mean, I'm sure there's a way to do it. It just seems like I want teams to be able to fucking control their own. I, I, it's, it makes baseball better that the last two weeks of the season you're seeing actual pennant races where one team that's trying to win is trying to play or trying to beat another team that's trying to win that division right. as well. That's exciting. And it, if they can't do that, then I'm against it. But if they do it, then fuck, man. How do you think this affects? So basically every team loses four games from their, their own current division or whatever, uh, which is, you know, an advantage for the AL East. That's better. Yeah. Uh, but probably a disadvantage for, say, the NL Central because now they're losing games against the Pirates and the yeah. Reds. And I mean, it's a real disadvantage for, the, for both Central Leagues, to be honest, and probably for the West, the NL West as well, because I don't expect the Giants to be as good as they were last year. The Padres are going to go the first three months of the season without their best player. Right. So uh, I don't, the Rockies and Diamondbacks both suck, so the Dodgers is going to be chewing up that division mm-hmm. all season. Now, this doesn't start this <clears throat> year. Mm-hmm. I think it starts next year. Well, the good news is the Rockies and Diamondbacks are still going to suck. Yeah, next they're not year. not gonna not gonna not a lot's going to change on that front. <sighs> it it's it's fascinating. I do like that you get to see every team in the league. Like I do think it's you know every every <clears throat> single it, it's it's bad for the game that people have to go out of their way some years, most years maybe to watch like Shohei Otani play. Yeah. To watch Mike Trout play. I mean, it's different in like football. You know that they're in, in college football as well. You know that you're going to have that home game against this team three years from now. But mm-hmm. baseball doesn't work that way. And also, football is a game of team stuff. And baseball is, in my opinion, baseball is more of a game of individual matchups. Yeah. Like, I, I want to see Shohei Otani pitched around Acuna. Right. At least once a year. I mean, we may not see it every year, but chances are high that once every three years you're going to see that. In the past, that would not even be the case. You might only see them for a three-game series once every two or three years. You might only see them face <clears throat> each other two, three times in their whole careers. Yeah. So, yeah, I love, I love that aspect of it because it, gets, it allows people to see more mm. you know, of, the, of the stars. It'll make the stars less regional, I, I would think. You know, there's only s- <clears throat> That's definitely a good thing for Anaheim. Because <laughs> yeah. nobody gives a fuck what's going on out there. Yeah, like people talk about it a lot, but those dudes aren't. Oh, man, they just don't play meaningful baseball. No. They don't play in October, so nobody cares. Pretty much, uh, I, it'll be interesting for me. I, I, as a, how do you think it affects the NL East? I mean, that's probably a, uh, in the bonus for for them, don't you think? I mean, I guess it depends on the team. It's definitely a bonus for uh, the Phillies, Nationals, and Marlins. Yeah. Because they don't have to play the Braves and, and, and Mets as much. Or maybe the Mets do what we think they're going to do and shit the bed and the Phillies are in that spot. But either way, that team or that division beat the Christ out of each other last year. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure that, that would be a well, – but it's not as good for anybody as it is for the American League East. Oh. Like that, that – there's three – Legit teams, not the Yankees suck and the Orioles suck, but the other three teams in that division are all potential fucking World Series teams, in my opinion. Right. So that's rough. It's interesting. Like I, at this point, I, I think it almost guarantees that three teams come out of the East <clears throat> in, for the playoffs. Probably from both leagues. Yeah. Right. Once I mean, once this starts. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably right. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, next up, this is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, I read this today. I, I haven't been keeping track. I don't usually keep track of spring training stats like super closely, um, just because there's so fucking much of it. But uh, Cody Bellinger, kind of back to his uh, old regular season ways last year, uh, as far as sucking ass goes. Uh, three for 19 with 14 strikeouts so far this spring, as of like two days ago. Um, which led me to kind of think, and I know you don't really like Chris Taylor, um, or uh, and Justin Turner's old, and then who's the other? There's one other fucking guy, uh, Chris Taylor, and uh, oh, AJ Pollock. <coughs> yeah, you're kind of not big on those three guys. If Bellinger doesn't turn things around, is it less of oh my god, the Dodgers added Freddie Freeman, and more of oh they actually needed to add him? Yeah, I, I think it's already that. Like I've said before, Bellinger's done, man. I don't think he's coming back. Swing's too long. He, what we're seeing now is a regression to the mean. His quick twitch muscle fiber is no longer able to overcome his long-ass swing. 
Like, we saw it with Jason Hayward as well, although he managed it a little bit better mm-hmm. as far as making contact and shit. But Bellinger is still taking the same gigantic fucking swing that he's always taken. You got to shorten it up or something. Get quicker through the zone. Like, Olsen's quick through the zone. That's the only reason his long swing works. Right. He's quick through the zone. Bellinger's not. And Hayward just shortened up his swing and stopped caring about being a power hitter. Oh. That's that, that that was his only option because he plays of, elite defense from right field, but he sucked at hitting for a while. And he still sucks at hitting, actually. He's, dude, the <laughs> amount of ground balls I've seen that giant man slap, yeah. slap. Yeah. I mean, like he's just a little bit better than Jackie Bradley, in my opinion. Like, if you showed me his spray chart, I would assume it was Juan Pierre's. Yeah, like yeah. fuck. Yeah, man. it's it's not great. So I yeah, between that. Between the fact that Turner, as I've said, in each of the last four or five seasons, his OPS has gone down, and now his OPS is under his career average, that's yeah. always a bad sign for a hitter. If you're looking at a guy's career projection, and all of a sudden he's got a year or two of OPS below his career average, chances are he's fucked. Like he, unless there's injuries involved, which with Turner there kind of was, but he still got over 400 bats in those seasons. So right. that's not really... But also he's, uh, injuries are a little more worrisome when you're 37, not 27. Sure, yeah. And his injuries happened in the postseason, not during the regular season. So mm-hmm. the numbers we're looking at aren't affected by that shit. Um, that and, uh, uh, you know, these other guys that they're depending on, Pollock and fucking Taylor, they're like 250, 260 hitters. I don't, that's not doing yeah. anything for me. Pollock kind of had. So Pollock's <laughs> kind of claim to fame right now. He, he was on my fancy team last year, so I got to kind of like see his numbers on mm. a, close on a daily basis. And he had pretty decent power numbers, but most of what he's – his reputation is kind of coasting on right now is, is that he, like Luke Voigt, kind of went bananas in the COVID year. Mm. Uh, although you can say the same thing about Ozuna to, Ozuna, an, yeah. to an extent as well. <laughs> um, but it does kind of look like the back half of their, uh, of their lineup is a lot. It, like their lineup's not, as, not nearly as deep as it seemed when they added Freddie Freeman. Right. Because <clears throat> uh, I think everyone... Everyone just wants Bellinger to be good because he's a goofy guy, he's good looking, you, yeah. know, you know what I mean? That type of <laughs> shit. And that, the other question, too, with them now, Bellinger is still uh, elite defensively. Yes, at, at multiple positions. At first base, yeah. in the outfield. Yeah. Kind right, of, right and center field, he's very good in both. So. Yeah, kind of freakishly so. Yeah. However, the rest of the Dodgers lineup is now getting a little sketchy defensively, too. So Freeman's great at first, Trey Turner's great at short. Yep. What's Justin Turner going to do at third with diminishing just everything because yeah. he's old? Uh, look, I love Max Muncy, but he's a fat guy. Yeah. And when it, whenever it's his turn to play the field, it's not going to go well for right. him. Right. Um, <clears throat> Will Smith's a pretty good defensive catcher, but you're only going to get 120 games out of a good of a out of a catcher, anyways. And you know, but he his bat will probably be where they get him 130, 140 games hitting. Well, now they might cycle him through the fucking DH spot to to you know get get him more bats yeah. and keep some pressure off his legs. But uh, you know, the Dodgers only had two guys with 500 at bats last year: Justin yeah. Turner and Chris Taylor. That's not good. Yeah, that 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 is like. The last two years of the Warriors, where they just couldn't with K- KD there, where you just couldn't stay healthy. That's what you're looking at now. Yeah. I mean, with the Dodgers, it's an aging group of people, and they brought in a guy who's 31 to be their fucking knight in shining armor. Now it might work a little bit, but really effectively, what they did was replace Corey Seager with Freddie Freeman. People mm-hmm. look at these as zero sum transactions, but it's not true. They lost Corey Seager, and from his 3.7 wins above replacement, they've replaced it with Freddie Freeman, who I believe was like 4.4 or something like that. Yeah. They, I mean, I, it should be uh, kind of egregious. We haven't mentioned him already. But um, they're really going to need Mookie Betts to bounce back. Yeah. I mean, he's, I, I feel like he's going to have a good season. And he's, he's pretty good in right field. He's got a fucking hose. He's elite. Yeah. He is. The, well, I mean, and he, beyond that, too, like, do you remember in the NLCS last year, the amount of caromed balls he played <clears throat> perfectly? Yeah. He's a super smart guy yeah. out there. Uh, let's see, 4.7. So really what the Dodgers did was add one wins above replacement in the infield, and they didn't really add anything else to their team. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know why everybody is freaking the fuck. Like, is this the best lineup ever? No, it's not even fucking close. It's not the best lineup in the league this year. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? But it's the Dodgers, right? Everybody's got to suck their dicks all the time. Freddie Freeman has been in the national press more since he became a Dodger than he did his entire time in Atlanta. Infuriating. Yeah, 
And he's, I mean, it's, he's one of, been one of the best players in baseball for years now. Yeah. And got nothing out of it because he was in Atlanta. But it is what it is. And now I don't really give a shit anymore. Yeah. Good, good for him, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if, man, how many games did Betts play last year? He played 122 games last year. They're going to need probably 20 extra games out of Betts. <laughs> I, they really can't afford it. I mean, I don't play. know who the fucking the backup is if they don't get good performances out of Betts and Bellinger it's, it, and the outfield. Literally listed everywhere is <clears throat> Gavin Lux. I know. I mean, they, they's, uh, they, if Bellinger's hitting is so bad that they can't keep him in the lineup, they are fucked. Yeah. Like, they literally have to trade somehow and get – but they're, I, my, I think they're going to end up trading Trevor. If he doesn't get banned from baseball for life for yeah. whatever the fuck happened there, um, <clears throat> I feel like they've got to trade him. Because he's not happy. No. And uh, being in a made, he needs to get traded to like the fucking Brewers or some shit. Yeah. In a small TV market where people leave him alone, he can just pitch. <sighs> That'd be a terrifying Brewers team. If uh, sure would, yeah. Fucking Brewers. Yep. But uh, the, the Dodgers need, they desperately need another outfielder. Yeah. They, they have to get one because Freeman can't do it. It's not like uh, Bellinger who could play first in outfield. And Max Muncy damn sure isn't playing <laughs> in the outfield. Like, he would look like Humpty Dumpty out there just rolling yeah. around and shit. Yeah. Uh, and A.J. Pollock and Gavin Lux, if they combined to get, like, six or 700 at-bats, Dodgers are in trouble this year. Yeah. And by the way, That's Gav- not a good look. Gavin Lux, he's listed as, a, has like, basically second on their depth chart everywhere, yeah. outfield and infield. But if you remember, again, in the LCS last year, he had a tough time in the outfield. I, that is not yeah. where he naturally no. wants to be. Uh, certainly not in center field, at least. No. And... and, and- Pollock has only played more than 120 games twice in his career. Yeah. But he's, he's just, I, that's more, that's not so much injury with him, but that is, uh, I guess, a stamina concern, right? Like, how long can he, can he last over 140, 150 games? Well, he's it, definitely shown no ability to do that so right. far. Like, he had one season in 2015 in Arizona, so take that for what it's worth because he's probably the only guy on the team that got any thing to hit and also that's a really fun place to hit i'm told uh he had a really good season but aside from that he's i mean it's like (laughs) that's the only season he's had 500 at bats in like that's at 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 fucking 34 years old that's not really what you're looking for out of one of your starting center or starting outfielders but you know it is what it is we'll see what pollock does this year he'll probably have another decent year i would say 275 280 15 20 home runs something like that but don't tell me that that's your fucking one of your corner outfielders and you've got the best lineup in history. Right. Uh, well, and I mean, fuck you. So Betts is only 29, so he doesn't have like, even though people just feel like he's old because he's been around forever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> man. But uh, if, if they are really, really relying on the health of Mookie Betts and, and a resurgence yeah, from Cody Bellinger. Back, yeah. And if both of those things don't happen... I, I those probably still win the West. Who knows though? The Padres are streaky. Like they may win, they may turn into the new uh, A's and just start winning twenty yeah. games in a row in August and September every year. But then they also like fucking tank really easily because there's no leadership on that team. Um, did you see that there were rumors <clears throat> that the uh, Padres were asking about Brian Reynolds from the Pirates? I did hear that. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean I, they should do it. Why not? The Pirates aren't a real baseball team. No. Why, why should they have real baseball players? No. And honestly, Reynolds is fucking 27. How, the Pirates, by the time the Pirates get anywhere close to what you could call good, he'll be 35. Yeah. Or dead. <clears throat> or, or dead. Either one of those. Um, real quick, before we get on to the next uh, topic, might as well read our, our right. ads here. Uh, like I said earlier, we were talking about win over-unders uh, that I... That, that I thought was interesting, mm-hmm. which was the uh, Brewers at 89 and a half. I would say smash that, and if you do smash it, do it at mybookie.com. If you love sports and you love making money, uh, then mybookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with mybookie make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code DRINKINGBROS, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000. Uh, with thousands of bets to make on all your favorite sports, there's no shortage of ways for you to win at MyBookie. On top of having amazing lines and props, MyBookie is also home to several uh, exclusive contests. They're obviously their March Madness contest, uh, their bracket contest or whatever is winding down, but they do these all year long, not just in sports gambling, but they'll do like uh, 
poker tournaments, blackjack tournaments, all types of crazy stuff like that. Uh, pretty much you can find something like every week. I'm, I assume it's, it's spring, so they probably do something for the derby as well. All types of shit. Definitely go to mybookie.com for their contests as well as just regular gambling and their promotions and all that stuff. So get off the couch and get in the game with mybookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Because, look, if you drive Uber, you're going to get stabbed. And I think that everyone just accepts that yeah. at this point. Uh, so head to mybookie today and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000. Start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Uh, next up, I don't know if you read either of the links I sent you, um, but I think we might finally actually have a good defensive sabermetric. <coughs> I don't know if I believe that. This is, I would say, about as good as it gets to date. Okay. Uh, the second link will give you a more succinct uh, uh, summation of it. So it's called Outs Above Average. This is actually created by Major League Baseball, uh, I think, in, in about 2020. So you know how they started doing StatCast mm-hmm. in 2015, I believe it was, where they tracked like all the player movement and all this stuff like that. They're actually showing Jason Hayward as an example of it just because of his obscene outfield range. Yeah. So one thing they started doing more recently that they had never done before, any, anyone, um, was take into account... This seems absurd, but take into account the uh, starting position of the defender. Where the defender started. Like they, how, how good his positioning is or how far he's traveling to make plays? How far he's traveling okay. to make plays. <clears throat> um, because positioning at this point especially is not necessarily defender specific. Right. Like it's more coach. Yeah, coach I don't, is there an Andrew Jones out there who, doesn't, who just does it by himself? You know, no. I, I guess they. I would guess they probably don't give Mike Trout a lot of advice aside from telling him, you know, like what a guy's tendencies are. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's got a chart like everybody else, but I right. doubt he's getting whistled at and moved into position and shit. Yeah, unless they find him doing something, they're like, no, don't no, remember, like, yeah. Um, but so what they do now is uh, they they chart where the player starts, mm-hmm. uh, and the the there's more that goes into it beyond the the main stuff but it's essentially takes the two main components are time to ball and distance traveled okay um <clears throat> so it basically takes into account how hard the balls hit and how far they had to go to get it right and then of course i assume part of the algorithm is also uh whether they made the play or not yes and then plays that they so it's it, you would have to include assists i guess or is it just for the fielding element? Uh, this is mostly, <clears throat> I think, for the fielding element. Is there an? Is there? Do they I have? I didn't the see fucking... anything about outfield assists in particular. It does take into account completing the infield assist. Do they have the actual formula listed anywhere? Yeah, it's in the. It should be in the second link, I okay. think. If not, it's definitely in the first link. Because uh, Fangraphs gave like a quick and dirty rundown. So for the infield, is it's how far the infielder has to go to reach the ball, which is called the intercept <clears throat> point. Uh, how much time he has to get there. And then how far he then is from the base uh, the runner is heading to. Okay. And it kind of it, it gets a little dirtier than that, but it gets all of that in there. Um, and the way they calculate it is, it, well, it's called outs above average. Mm-hmm. And the way they end up calculating it is, uh, what's the example they use? If an outfielder has a ball hit to him with a 75% catch probability, um, and out, the one that an average outfielder would catch three quarters of the time. If he catches it, he gets plus 0.25 on his outs okay. saved or whatever. Uh, if he misses it, he gets minus 0.75. So, yeah, it's just, they just, it's all about finding the zero standard, right. whatever the average is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> but it actually uses like real live data on, you know, where the players are starting out and everything like that. I, I don't know if you've read any of this. Yeah. What, what are your just general thoughts on it as a sort of numbers uh, obsessive? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me as we've been talking about range factor for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, although quantifying that has been a problem. This is probably the best way to do it, I would imagine. <clears throat> um, how, well, how else? There's, there's only a couple of ways to determine how good somebody is at defense. Um, one is whether they make the plays or not, like their actual fielding percentage, uh, and then uh, how many put outs versus opportunities mm-hmm. they had and things like that. Like you can, 
be late on a throw and it's not necessarily an error, so it doesn't ref get reflected. But if it's a play that should have been made, then now you know, right? Uh, the other one is this, like range factor. So um, <clears throat> I, I, I need to look into the actual formula and see what all the fucking what all the different parts of it are. But it seems like a good idea. And they're definitely, they're breaking it down pretty granular. Like it's the, the whole field is mapped off into different sections and stuff, which is good, but I don't know, like the more, <laughs> the more variables you add, the harder it is to actually right. get. But you know, for, for these purposes, there's no award for the best defensive player in baseball. It's right. you get an award for being the best defensive third baseman or right fielder or whatever the fuck. So, well, uh, as well, it should be because otherwise it'd be all center fielders and, yeah. and shortstops. Short yeah. Um, it is interesting. So there's a couple things I saw that I was like a little curious about that I couldn't find uh, how or if they accounted for it. Mm. I know one complaint we've both always had about uh, Freddie Freeman getting negative uh, war for mm. defense is that um, he has like incredible hands, a great maybe the best picker in the league mm. in terms of saving bad throws. Uh, I don't know how they're going to quantify that because this is all batted ball stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, he and Olsen and uh, – Fuck, what's his name? The guy uh, Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt are like the best in the league by a wide margin. Like yeah. nobody out there does it like those three guys do. So you gotta but then then you have to look at middle infielders and talk about turning the double play, right? Right. Like how often is it a double play versus a fielder's choice in a double play situation? Mm -hmm. I think that's gotta be part of it as well. So I'm sure this will continue to evolve. Sabermetrics uh, started in the mid 1970s. People forget about this shit, right? And it's like Bill James wrote that book a long goddamn time ago, and it, it nobody even paid attention to it until 2001. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah, it takes time for this shit, but it is. We have more data now than we've ever had before. Yeah. So it, I, I think it'll come along pretty good. This is, yeah, I like this. This is interesting. It's cool to me. So I, <laughs> I think what the reason I put it on today, even though it's been around in some form since I, I was uh, like 2015 or 2020, wherever you want to put the starting point at. Um, Fangraphs finally added it to all their player pages. Mm. Like they finally, I guess, thought well enough of the statistic to add it to everything. So I was looking around on different uh, players and stuff like that just to see their plus minus or whatever. It seems like it's pretty hard to get above average. There are some players that kind of like skyrocketed above it, but there are others even like, uh, I want to say like Mike Trout's numbers in center field mm. were kind of like whatever. That might mean they haven't figured that part out yet. Yeah. Um, but let's look at <clears throat> who the best at these things are and see if they are the person that won the gold glove. <laughs> uh, so, you know what, 2021? Yeah. Okay. Who won? Uh, it's under advanced fielding, just FYI. Yeah, I got it. Um, <clears throat> who won the gold glove? at shortstop in the American League last year? Uh, it is... Carlos Correa. Okay. Now... <clears throat> Don't necessarily know that I buy that. So in the American League, Nicky Lopez, he actually led all of baseball yeah. with 24 outs above average. Um, the next American League shortstop is Andrelton Simmons. No surprise there. Um... Carlos Correa is third on that list, and he's half of what Nicky Lopez yeah. is. But he actually is a lot better than I thought. Twelve is still pretty a pretty fucking good number. Yeah, yeah. He there's no question he's a good defensive uh, player. Now Max Muncie is at seven. He was at first base though. At first base, yeah. I know. I'm looking. I'm just looking at the oh, okay. Like Paul Goldschmidt won the uh, Gold Glove at six. It's at I don't know what he had. No, it was not. Oh uh, yeah, at six. Yeah. So that's pretty close too. I mean, they're they're that's pretty close. Who won at third base in the American League? Probably fucking Jose Ramirez. Uh, oh, it was Matt. It was Matt Chapman. Okay, he's pretty. He's up on that list too. I think he's oh, fourth he's, yeah, total. He is so seventeen. Yeah, I mean that's that's it's a good way to fucking take two variables and see how in line they are. It's the outfield ones look weird though. Like Michael A. Taylor is a good center fielder, but not somebody I would consider a great center fielder. I mean, he's fast as fuck. <clears throat> I assume, I mean, in the outfield, you honestly might not need much more than speed. Yeah, but then you're overranking speed, and that's not all it is. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that goes on there. Not not positioning as shit, but uh, I, I guess I, 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 outfield assists are a big deal. Like, yeah. it changes the way the other team runs the bases, which is as important as fucking stealing hits sometimes. 
making play, making teams play station to station, like having to get three hits instead of two to fucking yeah. score a run, that's a big fucking deal. If you're if your pitcher has <clears throat> like a a good whip and they don't allow a lot of base runners, then keeping the base runners they do have on station that's a big deal too yeah. so they're probably gonna have to figure out more about this but it's I, I like seeing stuff like that that you can fucking cross-reference this is worth noting last year in 2021 so like i said it's really really hard to get <clears throat> in the positive only 49 major leaguers were yeah but <clears throat> uh of all the people that played in the nba i think it was only like uh fucking 24 percent had a per over 15 yeah. So better than average. Yeah. Only 24% of the league is better than average. Yeah. And the NBA, which is a highly competitive league with a lot less fucking roster spots available than baseball <laughs> or football. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's just how it is. Maybe even the, like, it, the difference between good and great in baseball or serviceable even and great is so far. Yeah. I think the distance between serviceable and great in baseball might be bigger than the difference between complete shitbag and serviceable in baseball. <laughs> Which just shows you how great some of these athletes are. Yeah, that's I, it's it's an incredible stat to me. The other one that they just added on as well, I think, is uh, RAA, which is kind of the same thing. Mm. Um, it it grades out about the same way. It it kind of just gives a uh, a worse grade, like it's a little more stingy, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, I, I I it's the best defensive metric that I've seen so far, just based on reading it. Or like how, what the reading what goes into it. Like I'm not going to act like I fucking like fully understand it, but right. it just it checked boxes for me that I always had a problem with. But I do agree that you're right on the whole like station to station thing. Although it's kind of funny, like how do you grade like the implication, basically, right? Be- because of the implication, right? Like yeah. he's not going to third base because <clears throat> of the implication. Well, I mean, you can uh, you do it in the aggregate. How often does a player does a a runner on second base or third base tag up and go to the next base based on the depth of that fly ball. Yeah. Right. Like you'll be able to figure that out in the aggregate if you have all that data. Yeah. But it's going to be, there's a lot of math going on there. And I guess to an extent that doesn't matter in terms of the actual player's value to teams. It's kind of like, you know, maybe a lot of times like a great cornerback won't have a ton of interceptions (coughs) because they just don't fucking throw to him because he's got the guy locked down so good that like, obviously he's not going to put up the gaudy stat. That a, def- that a defender in his position might put up. Yeah. Um, so, interesting stat. I really like it. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Again, in uh, fan graphs listed now, you got to look under advanced fielding on the page, but it is just kind of, it'll be something I'm looking at like throughout the year. It's definitely a slow drip stat too. Like the, gu- the guy who led the entire league, Nicky Lopez, had 24 at the end of the year. Yeah. So if somebody's got like, you know, four outs above average after a month, that's pretty, that'll be a pretty fucking wild yeah. performance. I mean, I'm looking back. I don't know how much more or less accurate the data is from 2019, which was the last full season before last year. But Javier Baez had a 31. Francisco Lindor had a 25. Uh, Arenado, 22. He won the gold glove that year as well. Victor Robles in center field, I mean, that sounds... 22. Trevor Story, 18. And he's, he... Trevor Story, Nick Ahmed, Brandon Crawford, and Francisco Lindor of the shortstops are all consistently on the top of the list, and right. that makes sense to me. So who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Definitely check it out. <laughs> uh, next up, Josh Donaldson doing Josh Donaldson things. This time for the Yankees. Josh Donaldson uh, kind of thinks his Yankees teammates are a bunch of soft-ass pussies. Well, I'm told that's the case. <laughs> so... By who? Uh, by so Brian Cashman is their general manager. Yes. And Brian Cashman, in a very Trumpian statement, said that the reason they haven't won lately is because of the Astros cheating in 2017. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the Yankees also were cheating. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? He, here's a quote from him. <clears throat> uh, the only thing that stopped the 2017 Yankees was something that was so illegal and horrific. So I get offended when I start hearing we haven't been to the World Series since 09 because I'm like, well, I think we actually did it the right way. Uh, pulled it down, pulled it back up, drafted well, blah, 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 blah. But they, the Yankees, Boston, everybody was doing this shit. Yeah, and also the Yankees would have still had to play another team that took the cheating Astros to seven. Yeah, 
<clears throat> it, it's bold to think they would have beat the 2017 Dodgers. Be like, oh, no, if we had beat the Astros, we were good. Yeah. Are you fucking sure about well, I don't that? Know. I mean, the Dodgers are pretty well known for choking in the playoffs. But, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> still a bit much for the Yankees, who didn't have uh, the pitching, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what led to – look, you can say what you want about that fucking – gajillion mile per hour fastball that Altuve deposited into the left field seats there. But uh, even at the, like there's, that's one part of one game. There's right. a lot of other shit that happened there. And, and <clears throat> the Yankees haven't like, you could say that if you were spending 140 million on payroll, but it's like two thirty, right? Yeah. So I'm sorry, bro, but you just can't say shit like that. You can't say, you can't spend 230 million and, and blame other people for your fucking problems. Right. So here's another issue I have with that statement. Uh, they scored two runs over the course of the first two games yeah. against uh, Dallas Keuchel and Justin Verlander, who were not cheating. No. That only the batters were cheating. Yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> the pitchers were probably down with it, but you know what I mean. They did win the next three. They scored a lot of runs there. And then in the four games they lost, in the four games they lost, they scored three fucking runs. Verlander, Morton, Verlander, and Keuchel fucked them up in three yeah. games. And they would have, regardless of anything else that happened. So what Cashman's saying is demonstrably untrue. Yeah. <clears throat> and if George Steinbrenner were alive, God, God bless him, he definitely would have fired Cashman already. But Hal yeah. Steinbrenner is probably getting ready to start cutting his own hair, <laughs> like that dude from fucking Oakland or yeah. from the Raiders. Davis is good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's stupid. So, I mean... Donaldson is always he he fashions himself as a as a super intense guy that motivates his own team. Sometimes yeah. he's a dick. Uh, it only works if you're performing, right? So we'll see if he performs. If he's fucking hitting two thirty five again and you saying can. you guys fucking suck, then you need to shut the fuck up, yeah. bro. Fuck it, <laughs> because you're not doing shit either. Lead by example. So <clears> he, I guess he thought the Yankees locker room was complacent. Uh, they lost to the Blue Jays again, and I guess you know the Blue Jays gonna be their fucking rival and all that shit. Uh, it should be noted that the hothead Blue Jays were led by Donaldson yeah. back in the day. I mean, it's it's spring training. Right. Um, and then Donaldson pulled uh, basically that scene from Moneyball yeah. where Billy Bean walked <clears> in. He goes, guys were, guys were playing music. Uh, this is the quote about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Guys were playing music, and Donaldson uh, threw the speakers across the room uh, and chewed out the entire roster, and, and the boldest move of all left without showering. Yeah. Uh, when he says, when they, when they say he chewed out the entire roster, did he have a list? <laughs> did he, like, pull up ESPN's website? And he goes, all right, where's Mendez? Get in here. Number 87. Fuck you. Like, right. come on, man. Uh, yeah, he, he just had a little tantrum, which he's, he does that. He's want to yeah. do. And, look, I loved Donaldson when he was on the Braves. <clears throat> I was, mm-hmm. you know, I love Austin Riley. I was sad to see Donaldson go just in so much that, mm-hmm. like, he was funny, and he was a good dude. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's just super intense, and he doesn't like. I mean, the the Yankees have no team chemistry. There's no leader on you, that team. You never get a sense because they <clears> never <throat> fucking play together. Yeah. They're all hurt yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, a they only have one fucking starter. Uh, do you see Araldus Chapman's quote? There's a lot of bad quotes coming out from the Yankees right now. Araldus Chapman had a quote the other day that was like, "Man, I thought it'd be easier to win a World Series with the Yankees." Don't be surprised if you see him somewhere else, like before the end of the season. Not because of that, just because. Yeah. Well, I guess kind of because of that, because he doesn't like losing. No, and he's been one of the premier closers in baseball for a decade now. Yeah, and you gotta like put that dude on a team that's gonna win, and this is not that team. The yeah. Yankees are gonna be fucking third place in that division at best. They and, might be fourth place. Yeah, uh, I doubt they're gonna get. I, I doubt the Orioles are gonna make a run, but. Because they don't even, I don't even know anybody that's on the Orioles. Like, no. I'm, they, we should get rid of that team entirely. They and the Pirates should have to uh, fight to the death. And who, <laughs> the survivors are then allowed to work for the other teams in player development or something, but yeah. they're not allowed to play baseball anymore. Look, I'll let Cedric Mullins <clears throat> and Brian, uh, whatever the fuck, go to other teams. So you don't even know his fucking name. Yeah, I already forgot. We talked about him in this episode, and I already fucking forgot. Uh, Chris yeah. Davis, he's on the Orioles. Yeah, right? but he's not going to, well. Uh, Chris Davis is probably still getting paid by him, right? Didn't he sign one of those weird ass contracts? Yeah, uh, the, yeah, the dude who ended up hitting like one thirty or some shit for like three but years in a row. Bombs, though. He hits, yeah, when he connects, man, like, he goes fucking. He reti- he retired. Yeah, uh, run it, ruined Odor. How do you say his stupid fucking name? Ah, uh, the guy that punched homeboy in the face. Yeah, and whose brother like Cedric Mullins and Trey Mancini are good players. 
They yeah. they they got they got some decent players, but and Johnny Means John Means is actually a fucking he didn't he throw a fucking no header last yeah, year? He did. Yeah, that dude is legit as shit. They've got just enough pieces that they uh, they just need to get rid of all those guys. He's got a dope mustache too. Yeah. Just just sell, <clears throat> sell all those guys and, and do something. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, the Yankees seem like they're kind of a mess already. And I guarantee you also this reeks of something uh that like Aaron Boone would do. He'd be like, Hey Don Josh Donaldson, get in here real quick. Go yell at these fuckers. Yeah. Third baseman and third baseman. Come on, go be a hard ass. And then, whatever. It just reeks of that type of... I think Aaron Boone's got a World Series, so... He does. Josh No, Tom. he doesn't. He was there in 2009. Aaron Boone? Yeah. Was Didn't he? Didn't he hit the game-running home run in the ALCS or some shit? That was 2003. Oh, was it that long ago? God damn. Yeah, I don't think he won But didn't they win in 2004? No, they didn't win one in 2004. <clears throat> 13 seasons... Nope, he never won. He was an All Star one year, mm-hmm. and he was only on he was only on the <laughs> Yankees team for half a year. He got traded there for a mid season situation. Mm, man, that's right. Where, wait, where was he in two thousand four? Was he out of baseball? He might have been hurt or something. That's weird. I don't know where the fuck he <clears> went. Yeah, AIDS. Didn't he just have brain surgery or some shit? Who knows? I don't fucking. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, nobody on that team has a fucking World Series ring. Then I don't no. think. No. I'm, hold on. Let me look at the roster. Oh, uh, Garrett Cole does. Oh, Garrett Cole does, yeah. Yeah. He's the only one. Uh, well, so does Chapman. No, Rizzo's got one, too. Yeah, and Chapman. Uh, Chapman, because they, he was on the Yankees, and they traded him to the Cubs because they knew they weren't yeah. going to make the playoffs, and then they signed Chapman as soon yeah. as he, because I think his deal was expiring or whatever. But yeah, uh, I, that Yankees team's going to be a fucking mess this year, dude. It's, uh, hopefully it's not another year where, like, they're a mess, and it's largely because Stanton and Judge only play like a combined 100 games. Because I would at least like to see those dudes hit fucking bombs. I would like to see 500-plus at-bats out of both of them. And, like, the two of them and Joey Gallo uh, all have a fucking full 500-at-bat-plus season would be yeah. interesting because I think that would be a lot of home runs. It'd be a, uh, Yeah, they would <clears throat> fucking... And John, Donaldson, too, for that. But, dude, they could have, like... Christ, they could have like three forty homer guys on that team yeah. if if things go right. Uh, it'd be it, it could be a fun team to watch at least. You know what I mean? Like a good team yeah. if, you, if they're playing on the West Coast and you want to turn on a game after the Braves are over or something like well, that. Well, you know it's going to be high scoring because they can hit and they can't pitch. Yeah, so going to be plenty yeah. of fucking action. Um, Tim Anderson's uh, suspension has been reduced to two games instead of three for that bullshit last year. Whatever the fuck he did, I don't remember what he did. Um, but it was like the, oh, he bumped into the umpire, like for the last game of the season and they gave him a suspension for that. Um, what else, what else is going on? Wasn't a ton of news this morning. Uh, you said something about, uh, some stupid home run derby thing. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, the Mets are one of the teams putting a a team, a a team up, I think, but, uh, Robinson Cano is going to play some first base for the Mets this year. That's (laughs) weird. Um, hold on, let me... Is he uh, allowed to play still? I don't fucking know. Um, let's see. Home Run Derby X. So, <clears throat> in an attempt to broaden international uh, awareness for Major League Baseball, I guess, there's going to be this traveling circus of former players. So, each team is going to have three or four players that compete in a home run derby like alums well one is only one player is going to be an actual baseball player oh great. and those three those players are hold on <clears throat> uh adrian gonzalez uh johnny gomes giovanni soto and nick swisher now that's an entertaining group of people yeah especially swish and johnny gomes they, yeah. like, they like to get after it they're fucking and, lunatics yeah uh i, I don't know how nick's gonna do that because he's in player development for the yankees like <laughs> Uh, but either way, it's not the Mets. It was the the Yankees. So Red Sox, Cubs, Dodgers, and Yankees will be the team. And then each one of those teams will have a, su- a quote-unquote superstar, which is players who hail from the world of softball and women's baseball. Great. And a home run derby on a fucking full-size field, which is, I, I guess, I don't know. The, well, A, I have to <clears> assume <throat> they're using metal bats. Uh, they may as well use fucking rocket launchers. <laughs> uh, then there will be a, a rookie who is a player from the men's baseball development system, so one of the team one of their farm systems or something. So that could that'll probably be somebody good. Yeah. 
And then a but while... Do, do you even want to send, like, your best... Or, like, a really good To one go there? fuck their swing up right. for this bullshit? Wouldn't, no. Wouldn't you rather keep them in your organization? No. It's going to be, like, Mike... Uh, him, him, what's, what yeah, was, I know exactly who you're talking about. The like, dude like from the Braves yeah. that had the career record for home runs. What the fuck was his name? Um, uh, Mike Hessman. Hessman, yeah, that's it. Um, <clears throat> the global tour will be traveling to London on July 9th and then Seoul, Korea on the 17th of September and then Mexico City on October 15th. I don't know when they're going to Russia. <laughs> right. uh, time will tell. I'll tell you what, I would go to the Mexico <clears throat> City one and I'll tell you why. Because it is like, it's not the mile high city, it's like the three mile high city. Yeah, I mean, that, that, would, that would be a fun place to have a baseball team. That, that The amount of just bombs hit in that, I mean, everybody's going yard in that fucking yeah. place. So here, hold on, where's the... The rest of the somebody somebody posted the player. Look on Twitter and see if you can find the, who the other people are. Other than the oh no, here we go. So <clears throat> the Red Sox team is uh, Johnny Gomes. I don't know why they wouldn't use Big Poppy. Like maybe they can't afford him, but he can still hit home runs. He just hit forty like two years ago. Well, remember he recently got shot. Eh. <laughs> There's no drug testing here. For the fucking retired baseball player. I'm sure Johnny Gomes is going to come out with like fucking tumors on his head and shit. <laughs> uh, his superstar. And how fucking pathetic is it that they're calling the female player the superstar? Why not just say the fucking softball player? Right. Why be- are the woman? Because I would actually be interested to be like, all right, I kind of do want to see how far she can hit it. Yeah. Like, just <clears throat> let me go be. Is morbid curiosity the wrong? No, that you're correct. Uh <laughs> No, but I mean, like, is it wrong for, to advertise that even? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. let us go see what we want to see. The uh, Christ. <clears throat> excuse me. The the superstar for the Red Sox team is pa- Paige Halstead, who I see on uh, a lot of the uh, Instagram reels for baseball because she works at one of those academies that teaches people how to get their trunk, their whole fucking body yeah. in line to hit the ball well. And she's got, like, exit velos at... 85 90 so she might be able to hit taters with a normal bat i don't know uh, uh oh you mean 85 90 like on a softball yeah yeah I would well assume. i mean i assume they're going to be hitting baseballs so the, right the right. stuff that i'm watching her do she's hitting baseballs and stuff and that's just like whenever because i look at baseball stuff all the time uh the algorithm will will pitch or no pun but pitch me fucking baseball videos right. over and over and she's she works at one of those places that does that shit like they have all the fucking sensors set up yeah and they they read pitch velocity break fucking launch angle and all that bullshit oh yeah um, she does both that she does <clears throat> softball and baseball yeah the- so that's kind of interesting and then live cook who is a the is the wild card for them uh live liv cook who is a freestyle football world champion and five-time record holder now what the fuck is freestyle football that's she's plays soccer it's soccer and she's going to hit a baseball. I fucking guess, man. Do people really think it's that easy? <sighs> fucking guess. Just, hey, just give it, bank it all softball players. <clears throat> or at least, like, some fucking, like, beefy uh, shot putter or something. You know what I mean? Just, like, some, like, bull of a woman that, that's yeah. going to, like, just crush bombs. Or, like, looks like she's going to crush bombs. There's a woman, I think at Oregon right now that's hit going to hit like 30 home runs in college softball or something oh, really? like that. Yeah. Um, let's see. The Cubs team is Giovanni Soto. Um, <clears throat> their catcher, uh, former. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then oh, Al- no, he's a pitcher. Giovanni Soto. Oh, this Gio different, Soto? different Giovanni Soto. Yeah. Gio Soto is, uh, he was an, I think he was actually a catcher. He was. Yeah. This is a different guy that came up. But he's got, let's see, um, 108 career home runs. So not exactly a slugger, but uh, Alex Hugo is their superstar. I don't know who that is. But there is a TV show that's been on for five seasons called Alex Hugo. (laughs) 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 That's uh, in, in, in France. Oh, here we go. Alex Hugo walks it off. For the Women's National Team Development Program, this is a... this is a fucking women's baseball league. Right. So she plays women's baseball. Okay, cool. She played softball <clears> for <throat> Georgia in college. So <clears throat> good program, I think. And then it's SEC, so their it's uh, wild card or influencer is somebody named Spencer Owen, who uh, is also a soccer player. 
I guess that's to appeal to like so the other one you mentioned, <clears throat> Cook or whatever, she's British. Mm. So that makes sense for the setting, I, I suppose. This dude's British as well, it okay. looks like, because so, I see him wearing fucking England kit. So that makes sense in so much as like trying to get, I guess, other yeah. Brits out. The Dodgers, uh, Adrian Gonzalez. If he isn't obese, I don't know what he looks like now. <laughs> I'm but sure if he's, he is. If he's, <laughs> if he's stayed in okay shape, he'll hit some bombs for sure. Yeah, he, what did he hit, like 250, 260 for his career? Yeah. Three, he, 317. He's a, he's a, he can hit dingers. He's a legit slugger. Ashton Lonsdale, L A. N S D E L L. Let's see who this person is. I'm assuming it's another uh, women's baseball player. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it looks like she's a pitcher as well, which that should go great. Um, <clears throat> oh no, she plays shortstop as well. Sweet. And then Yungi Kwak, Y O O N G Y K W A K, is uh, the last member of the Dodgers team, and that person is a South Korean short track speed skater. Okay, that makes sense, though. They're playing in South Korea. So basically, they want like a local or a couple local celebs from wherever they're doing their shit. I guess. Uh, and I think Adrian Gonzalez is Mexican, which is why, I, yeah, he is. So I don't think, because I didn't hear any other like Latino. Latinx. Yeah, uh, female <laughs> uh, celebs or celeb players yeah. or whatever. So I assume Gonzalez is going to be the draw from Mexico City. Um. The Yankees, Nick Swisher, uh, although I feel like there, there should have been quite a few more people there, but Nick Swisher is a huge fucking personality, so if right. you're going to do something that's an outreach thing, I can't think of a better person to send than him. For that, for sure. But you know a guy who's still in shape and who can hit million-mile balls is <clears throat> fucking Teixeira. That guy's still jacked. Yeah, but he's got the personality of a fucking wet blanket. It's true. Uh, he is a shoe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then they have... Erica Pian Castelli, Castelli, who is a uh, the catcher for the, one of these fucking professional uh, baseball team, women's baseball teams, I think. And um, <clears throat> for the Mexican game, Stefania uh, Aradias, maybe I don't know how you say okay. that, but she's a soft. She's actually a Mexican softball player, okay. so they'll have three actual ball players on their team. They might be better than anybody yeah. else. And then Daniel. Daniel Corral, who appears to be, uh, he's definitely Mexican, but I'm trying to find a, what sport he plays because all of his pictures are lifestyle pictures. Maybe he doesn't play one. <clears throat> well, he's got he's some, a gymnast. He's got some medals on. He's a gymnast. Yeah, so I don't know. Now, this is the important part because it's, it's a weird collection of people. Uh, here are the rules, just so everybody knows them. Uh, not that it matters because this is going to be stupid, but... Gameplay gets uh, here. Here are the rules. So, beyond swinging from a mounted batter's box, hitters will get to swing at twenty-five pitches and take up to ten of them. That means they can see at most thirty-five pitches per at bat. So it's it's not timed. It's twenty-five pitches that you swing at, and then you can take ten. Obviously, they'll be swinging for the fences. But if you've ever played MVP uh, <clears throat> baseball, two thousand five mini games. You may be a little familiar with what's next. Batters can also earn points by hitting the targets. There will be two of them placed about 160 feet from home plate and another two set beyond the outfield fence for power hitters to take aim at. So there, it's like the fucking... If you, top golf. If you hit the bull, you get a fucking free yeah. steak or some shit, yeah. I guess. Um, finally, there's one more twist. <laughs> the opposition will have players in the outfield. They'll earn, earn points by catching any balls that fail to make it over the fence. So it's home run derby with defense. Okay. Um, sure. Teams will get one point for, I think they should put a couple of those people in the infield, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, teams will get one point for every home run, uh, target hit, or catch. Man, a home run is worth the same as catching a fly ball. There's going to be zero for every fucking score. Well, how many players? Are, I guess if there's only two players out there, it's <clears throat> not that bad. But no, that's still kind of ridiculous. Um, after five pitches, the player can call for a hot streak that will allow teams to double their points on the following. It, no, it doesn't say if uh, if you call a hot streak and hit a fly ball and they catch it if you lose to. <laughs> um, there will be a winning team at each event, uh, but just like the regular season, it will culminate with a knockout tournament to determine the home run Derby X Tour champions at the final event, which I believe is in Mexico. So it, The final event better be in Mexico because that's where all the balls are going to fucking explode did so. i assume they had like some tryouts other than just picking the right demographics for this right you would think yeah. like at least 
these women can hit the ball out of the infield. Right. But but for the soccer players and gymnasts. The, well, that gymnast guy is fucking jacked. So that doesn't mean shit. I assume he's coordinated. Gabe Kapler is jacked. He had like fucking twelve home runs in his career. Yeah, but you put him on a softball field. He's gonna. <laughs> if you put him in a beer league softball game, he's gonna kill someone. But that's not what this is. This is baseball. Yeah, right? I know. But it's, they're getting <clears> the, they're getting it lobbed over the plate. Yeah, fair enough. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, it would be better for the women that if they're throwing faster. Yeah. But uh, I got to think they're using. Everyone's using a metal bat though. There's no way it's a wood bat. So the field of play, <coughs> excuse me, is between 280 feet and 320 to center field, and then the lines are somewhere between 260 and 300. So it's a large softball field. Yeah, that is between uh, <coughs> yeah softball and baseball. But it's also a weird angle. So it's a 45 degree angle in each direction from. No, I'm sorry. It's it's 45 degrees out from home plate. So you can only hit this way. Okay, can't like really pull the ball. That's that's really bizarre. Because Nick Swisher only pulls the ball. <laughs> uh, the batter's box will be marked out on a raised stage, so you're on a raised stage on a batter's box. Um, the pitcher's mound will be raised to the same height as the stage, so that's good because a flat trajectory of the baseball makes it harder to get launch. Um, <clears throat> although it also makes breaking balls impossible to hit. Bob Gibson can tell you all about that. <laughs> that motherfucker cheated his way to the best season a pitcher's ever had. Really. Um, well, he wasn't cheating. It was just the rules. Two raised targets, 160 feet from home plate. Uh, two raised targets out beyond the outfield fence. <clears throat> the catch zone will cover 60 feet from the outfield fence. So fence, 60 feet in, that's where you can catch the ball. Okay. So most of the hits are going to land like 12 or 13 feet in front of the plate. Yeah. With these ladies and gymnasts hitting. And uh, this is going to be a fucking shit show. I can't wait. I'm actually going to watch this whole thing. I'm going to get really high and laugh <laughs> until my fucking eyes bleed at this. That's it. I'll probably not tune in, but that's just. Me. I'm definitely watching. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> like, if you found out that there was going to be a fat guy dunk contest, you wouldn't watch that? I'd watch that for sure. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I would absolutely get in on that. That's it. Yeah, that's all. Bye.